The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Hello, Boston. I'm back. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. My show is... Ah, the people from the trenches. That's right, from the trenches, baby, from the trenches. I speak about what I see, and you are listening to WBCA 102.9. Again, listen to WBCA 102.9 FM. From the trenches, from the trenches. And again, this hour-long conversation is focused on American blacks, or ADOs, as I identify as American descent of slavery. I'm not, a, I'm not apologetic for that. Until we come, come, come up with a better adjective, that's fine with me. That's fine with me. But we need to focus on ourselves. And the reason being, all the research from economists says that we now are a permanent underclass. The group that made America the wealthiest country in the world is now a permanent underclass in 2023. So I just believe that a somebody needs to pay some attention to the people who made it all possible for other people of color, which we're not one of those people. I really detest that term. I don't detest immigrants at all, but I detest that term because why it totally dilutes and shields our own unique experience in America. We're not immigrants. We are not immigrants. We are Americans. What brought these other folks here, these people of color, be the Caribbeans, Africans, Asians, folks from India, it's not what brought us here. Our lineage is different from theirs. Our culture is different from theirs. Our struggle is unique and different from theirs. We're the only group who's been disadvantaged by laws. Do you understand that, Ados? Do you understand that, American born blacks? We're the only group that's been disadvantaged, disadvantaged deliberately by laws. So why we allow folks to paint us as people of color? That's not us. It's not us. And we hurt ourselves in our cause and our struggle by allowing folks to make us align with brown people. People from the Caribbean, African people, Asian people, folks from India. We've been here 40 years fighting what? white racism and the reason why they're not being lynched right or the, or the women raped on a, on, a, on a nice afternoon because why of the struggle and sacrifice we have undergone but we allow ourselves right to be played people because we're not us so please 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 stop allowing folks to call you people of color we are American it's the only country we know we don't have no host country that they say Jamaican-American, Nigerian-American, Cuban-American. I'm not African. I'm not African. Been there, we'll go back there, had a great experience, but I'm not an African. I'm an American. I'm here to put a claim on my country to treat me as a full-fledged citizen what got Dr. King murdered for. 
I want to talk about tonight, my topic to be, tonight will be the State of the Union Address. The State of the Union Union Address. Nowhere in that address by President Biden that anything is going to change meaningful for ADOs, American blacks. Nothing. 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 All the accolades he laid down, things he's done, build back better. All right? Gay rights. Marriage equality, meaning men can marry men, women can marry men. That don't uplift the group. It does nothing to uplift or address the racial wealth gap, income gap, homeownership gap, health gap. There's nothing. And so, as I listened briefly, I thought about prior State of, of the Union address. President Obama got nothing. Clinton got nothing. Bushes got nothing. And what's really so daunting, discouraging for me, he all these so-called elite, intelligent black Americans and the kind of people of color, you know, be they from the Caribbean or African, they just they just they just, they just, they just wallowed in what Biden had to say. And if you go back and do research, and I, I encourage you to do, the President Biden, as a senator, one of the main architects of the whole incarceration phenomenon that came out of the 80s. Lock him up. Lock him up. Mandatory minimum. That's all Biden. That's all Biden. His other uh, senators. And why we of all people of all people are so forgetful and forgiving is beyond me. He done nothing for us. All because we detested Trump. I can understand why. And some detested Hillary. Okay. But you got nothing with President Biden. Nothing in that address last night is going to do anything to upgrade our community. Nothing. Yeah, he spoke about, you know, police brutality, but they've been doing that for a long time. Nobody wants to address, right, the most, the most important uh, criteria, qualified immunity, that the white man's Supreme Court opened the door for. They said that police officers, right, if they feel that they're threatened, if they feel that their life is in danger, they can kill you, although there's nothing, nothing that validates that. But they can get away with murder. I think it's very, very unfortunate for those five black officers down there in Memphis. They're guilty as hell, guilty as sin. It's funny or interesting how the video can convict them, convict them, Swift justice, got fired, indicted, second-degree murder, etc. But the same video for Castile, Castile, remember Castile? Told the officer he had a gun. He said, I got a legal gun on me and a permit. Officer murdered him. His, his lady friend filmed it as he bled out. And the DA could not, could not bring forth charges. How many times have we seen 
Michael Brown, murdered. Young kid in, 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 in uh, Cleveland, 12 years old, with, with a, a toy gun, murdered. Video showed what transpired, but you, but they tell us, don't rush the justice. Let the investigation play itself out when they're white. Also now, and I'm not excusing these despicable acts committed by black men. Some might be Edels, some might be Caribbean, some might be African, but the fact, right, that they did it to a slim, non-threatening black man is unforgivable. Five on one. You drug the man out of the car, started, started what, to pummel him, to beat him to death. So I'm not forgiving those individuals. But think about the last 15, 20 years, what we've seen on these videos. The atrocities that white officers have committed against our folks, only for the deity to say, well, well, nothing I can do. I can't press charges. But in this case, you got five black, five black officers who's guilty of sin, guilty as sin, right? Lost their job, and within a few hours, a few days, indicted for murder. Come on now. Come on now. But Biden couldn't really speak about that. That's why he must always appeal to what? The white constituency. He can never say the atrocities have been committed with their backing and blessing of the federal government against our community. So my topic today is the State of Union Address did nothing, will do nothing for us. And I've come to realize while all the so-called ordinance that was passed that got King murdered, the 1964 Act of Civil Rights, Voting Rights Act, from action, why it failed? A simple word called specificity. It did not specify who it was for. Anybody and everybody who comes from that border right now can come under the 1964 Act to the right. Anybody right now can also benefit from from action. Got no skin in the game. Shed not one tear, not one drop of blood, not nothing. Because we did not specify or we did not demand that the language specify who had bled, died, and cried for these laws were the Negroes. Us. And so now we have been weaponized. The policy that was passed on our behalf has been weaponized to benefit everybody but us. You know darn well, Ukraine. They don't benefit us. Everything's supposed to come out national security. Come on now. This is the most richest, one of the most lethal armies in the world. Ain't nobody coming over here. They ain't coming over here. So you don't spend billions of dollars, billions of dollars in Ukraine with a mouse what I call what? White on white crime. European killing, European, white on white crime. Also now, we must do something. And what's so appalling and disgusting, in my humble opinion, 
the so-called Congressional Black Caucus, they should be termed Congressional Do-Nothing Caucus, all co-signed this nonsense. All of them. All of them. And so, many of our people in the last 50 years since King was murdered have become complacent, apathetic, non-engaged, withdrawn, this whole process called politics. Because we have seen firsthand that what Dr. King said he was going to do by being at the table has produced no results. All you got now is more folks with melanin at these uh, events. Okay, talking, looking good, living good, but nothing, nothing changes for what Joe regular or the masses. And last night was another example of the state of the union dress. It's going to do nothing, nothing for Ados, American more blacks. Nothing, nothing. And the build back better. He's talking about, well, good union job. You know the history, history of the unions? Union, unions have always kept us out. Always kept out Ados. Always kept out American more blacks. You go downtown, come down to Roxbury, see all this here construction going on. You don't see Ados out here. You don't see American more blacks out there making that good money. What's he talking about? And what's so appalling to me that members of the, of the Congressional Black Caucus up there applauding, up there applauding that nonsense, knowing that the union has never done us good, have never done us good. They never wanted us. To, put, to be part of the union. And so Build Back Better, better ain't going to do nothing to us. Yeah, you're going to build roads, roads and bridges. How many black construction companies that's owned by Ados, American born blacks, how many black construction companies, right, can bid on those, a bid on those projects? How many black American engineering companies, right, have a history of building bridges? Restoring bridges. Mm. I beg the difference. For virtually none. None. How many black American companies have a history of how they repairing roads, canals? How many? So the whole farce of Build Back Better is going to do nothing for us. Look around in Boston right now. Booming, booming, booming. But do you see Edo's men, women out there in mass numbers making that good money? That good, they say, good union jobs paying six figures? Answer the heck no. Heck no. So you got your so-called Congressional Black Caucus up there clapping like at a circus as though something magical is going to happen. If you don't have tangible policy, tangible policy aimed at us only to put us back in the game, we out the game because why? Laws was passed to disadvantage us. We are the only group, hear me now, that's been deliberately disadvantaged by laws and policies. All them folks come across the border, they came here destituted. They came here broke. They came here in poverty. Our government don't owe them nothing. They owe them nothing. It's a debt out here for Ados. A debt out here for American born black. We're here when nothing was here. There's trees, antelope, deer running free. 
swampland, grassland. But the labor that we produce, cultivated, and cleared the land and got nothing. Every year in the federal government, the federal government gives Native Americans, not begrudging them, got no action with them, no extra no, no crime, billions of, billions of dollars, billions of dollars in the budget. Nobody complains about that. Anything that might remotely benefit Adels or American-born blacks is always met with what? Pushback. Condemn. You looking for something for nothing. There's well there. And we know, right, from the color of law, how government, second, second, second in America, that the federal government built the suburbs. They built the white middle class. All government money. All government money to aid these poor European immigrants. It built a middle class. It built the suburbs. We was here. We were here locked out. Think about, you know, farming, you know, agricultural. We always into farming. The New Deal helped build that community. Our folks got nothing. And the whole agricultural bill, we got nothing. Think about it here. Before the great migration to the north, west, and east, 99% of all black Americans, Adels, was what? On the, on the land. Farming. Farming. I can't recall not one major supplier of these fast food restaurants, fast food uh, outlets that's supplied by black American farmers. Not one. I can't think of not one fast food entity that black Americans who came from the land raising crops, animals, the whole nine yards now. Not one major supplier of these entities, be it Burger King, McDonald's, you name it, Wendy's, are black Americans. Because in the 1935 bill, all right, to change white America, okay, we was locked out. We was locked out. We were locked out of the New Deal. Locked out of the New Deal. The New Deal build, build the white farmers. It built the white middle class. It built the suburbs. That's all guaranteed money. These white providers, didn't have, they, didn't have, they didn't have no money to do this stuff. They didn't have that kind of money to build these kind of projects. The government guaranteed the banks, give them the money, and we will guarantee it be paid back. While our ancestors, our mamas, 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 and daddies, daddies on the outside looking in, growing poor and poor and poor. No inheritance. So when I hear these so-called State of the Union address, being in Boston, Mayor, you, Mayor Wu, she's a nice lady. She's nice. I have no no problem with that. America's a great country. It is a great country. If you have sufficient wealth to be comfortable. And we have been deliberately locked out. And so it's painful to hear black Americans call in on these talk shows 
from how great a job that Biden is doing when he triggered the war on crime. Tip yourself. These tough, draconian, lock them up at all costs, throw away the key. President Biden was instrumental in getting these laws passed. He said he, he, he'd be done if he's for reparation for something his folks didn't do. And everybody know that we should show that we have been hurt from slavery, Jim Crow, redlining, got nothing. But they don't mind giving every year in the budget to Native American, not begrudging them, billions of dollars, billions of dollars in the budget. But anything that might remotely benefit us always met with you want something for nothing. You just don't want to work. You lazy and trifling. These typical white supremacy talking points. You pay the people that you slaughtered to take their land, but the folks that provide the labor that produce the wealth is met with what? Opposition and contention. And many of my own groups, own groups, not all, yeah, you're right. We don't need reparations. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. The group has no wealth. And all the economists have shown without wealth, you're going nowhere. There's no inheritance. That's why all your kids went to college, as you, as you recommended, right? Now knee-deep in debt. Why? You can avoid the sentiment. You could not afford to, A, soften the blow by paying with some of that debt. Why? No inheritance. And so we sit there and clap at these so-called useless, worthless state of the union address. Are you kidding me? See the boss, the mayor, ooh, nice lady. I'm sure she's a lovely lady. Nothing that she's proposing is going to do anything to benefit Ados or Mega Moon Blacks. They got, they got a commission now on reparation. As the leader said, it ain't about no commitment to funds or no commitment to wrongdoing. It's just a study. Why are we always being studied? Why are we always allowed to be studied? We've been studied, prodded, and poked. We need not studied, but concrete policy aimed at us only. So now you got a study going on in Boston about reparation. That's the state of Boston play. Huh. Whoop it, whoop it do. Whoop it, whoop it do. And these so-called enlightened black men and women, you know, I'm sure they're not sure they're all, I'm sure they're all, they're all good people. But they're getting paid good. Well, guess, well do they, well, do their, their, their do, do, do diligence. Come up with nothing. Nothing. And I'm saying to you, neighbor, that we are on our own. We are on our own. The advantage we had to cause out the king's life has been squandered and lost. If you don't know why I keep saying on my show, you must, you must, you must be about upgrading your skills. You must possess high-income skills to be comfortable in America. Be comfortable. If you don't upgrade your skills, 
15, 20 dollars an hour, 20 bucks an hour, is now the new minimum wage. That's right. It's now the new minimum wage. And with all this here, cheap labor running around here, all these immigrants around here, all these illegals, right? They don't need you at all, Adolf. I make them like, they don't need you at all. So if you're not highly skilled, you now are permanently obsolete. Period. So it's time for us to come to realization that we don't start to change course and focus on ourselves. We're foolish. We're foolish. You know me, host Larry Higginbottom? You listen to WBCA 102.9. Again, you listen to WBCA 102.9 FM. Name of the program is what? Observation of the Trenches. Because out here, last 20 years, providing home based support services that get to see the plight of our people, the condition of our people. Policies made on high, who it affects down the trenches. There is no trickle down, baby. There is no, oh, for all the people. They're always talking about, we're for American people, for all people. It's funny, 150 years since emancipation, nothing seemed to come down to where we are. Dr. King been dead over, over 50 plus years. Nothing seemed to come down to where we reside. Nothing. We got folks there who love being, I guess, best bamboozled. He ain't worried. Yeah, we can make it work. We we all this together. We might have came on different boats. We're all in the same boat now. Give me a break. No, we're not. You, you were not subjected to what we went through. Laws did not, A, exclude you deliberately that many of you participated in. And we always fall prey any any so-called false narrative we fall prey to. Symbolism. Symbolism. Will do nothing for you. It's done nothing for us in fifty years and will do nothing for us today. And I'm not into gloom and doom. I'm not into being a pessimist. I'm not into right being negative. I'm into looking at my condition for how it really is. What I must do to change my plight, to position myself a little better. America's a great country. It's a great, great country. You get no argument from me. You get no debate from me from that. As the one who's been blessed to travel, there's nowhere I'd rather be than in America. If, if you possess sufficient wealth to be comfortable to live where you want to live, go where you want to go. Have your kids attend schools that you want them to attend. It's a great place to be. Public education has failed. But I always failed us. But we always keep believing. You know, we believe more in the Constitution than white folks. We believe in that hollow, shallow, nothing document than white folks. We do. We do. We want to believe. We want to believe that all men work, 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 really equal. Lie. 
before the ink even dried, Jefferson was lying. Why? His livelihood being derived of our people. Washington, same thing. His livelihood and comfort being derived of our people's labor. Lies. We like being lied to. And I watched last night as some of the so-called Congressional Black Caucus people approached President uh, Biden about issues, you know, about crime. Ain't gonna do nothing for us. Nothing. Nothing. You and I are on our own. You and I are on our own. It's not gloom and doom. It's not the end of the world. It's not being a pessimist or being negative. It's coming to realize that we, we have squandered what Dr. King was murdered for. Opportunity that we got when he's murdered, it's gone. Gone. If you're not an illegal or immigrant, you get no love in America, baby. And please, please, please stop letting folks call you people of color. That's not us. That's not us. What brought them here didn't bring us here. Our lineage is different. Culture different. Our existence different. Our struggle different. They came here broke. They came here destituted. They came here impoverished. They've been going like 50 years. 50 years they've been coming here. And not just Spanish, but all these folks. It said they've apprehended over 130 different ethnic groups down there. Over 134 different ethnic groups at the border. And they all ain't Spanish. That you know, baby. You're on your own. The State of the Union, unit, the state of the union address meant nothing. Never have, never will be. Because why? Ain't nothing there for us. Can I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You listen to WBCA 102.9 FM. Name the program. Ops to be from the trenches. I speak about things I'm seeing out here that affects Adults or American-born blacks. Disparaging no group, against no group, can have no extra ground against no group. But no group needs more attention than my group that I belong to. Adults, American-born blacks. I'm going to take a break. I'll actually be back in a minute. And again, just think about it to your neighbor. We, Adults, American-born blacks, have always given the most. Given the most. Anybody who was given the most to this country. We fought in every war she ever had. Every war she ever had, we fought in. Got nothing. Been the most law and devoted. Law and devoted despite being treated like puppy poop. Got nothing. And I see it's time for us to write, think about ourselves. They focus on ourselves. The other groups fight for themselves. Be the Asians, Spanish, from India. Africa, Caribbean, begrudging nobody. We've given them a template. They took the template from King. They took the template, template, template from King, right? Which is based on race. Now it's based on everything. Discrimination. So instead of being on race, it's now what gender, sex, size, color, everything. They took the, the template that King used, right? To challenge white supremacy based on discrimination. Now it applies to everything. 
Well, let them fight for themselves. Let them fight for themselves. I'll be back in a few minutes to continue my dialogue that the state the union address meant nothing. I'll be right back. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Mm. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll-free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Our jury system needs participation by everybody. Jurors make important decisions that affect lives in our communities. In our courts, everyone deserves fair and equal treatment. People from different backgrounds bring different viewpoints and ask more questions when making decisions. Make a difference and serve on a jury when you get the chance. Brought to you by the Massachusetts Trial Court and the Office of Jury Commissioner. I'm back again. I'm your host, Larry, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show is called what? Ops. Free from the trenches. From the trenches. Observation from the trenches. And again, the reason why I name it that, because somehow I've been out, out for like 20 plus years providing holistic support to families, wraparound services, you know, in folks' homes, getting to see firsthand how folks are faring. And I can say without no reservation that our people are not doing well, but all the research shows that. But yet still, despite that, there's no specific, tangible policies aimless only. It's always universal. It's universal for everybody. Everybody. Well, everybody was not hurt by laws as we were. They were not, they were not deliberately excluded, denied. When America was called up and coming, up and coming, she's now fully, fully developed. And I about some and I about some well, you 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 you, you God didn't compete. You can compete with no wealth. So my talk today was just just based on what the State of the Union State, State of the Union address. The State of the Union address last night. Was there anything in that address that you feel is gonna benefit us? I know I don't. I don't see nothing in that address that's gonna do a do a a a thing to uplift our community. And what's really so sad and pathetic 
See all these so-called congressional black con- con- congressional black congressmen up there clapping, happy, elated, as though President Biden was saying something meaningful, tangible, knowing darn well, like all his predecessors, right? Nothing's going to trickle down to what the bottom class. We now, according to economists, are permanent underclass in the country that we built into the wealthiest country in the world. And at some point, right, we have to own that. Okay, if, his, if this is where we are, what must I do to position myself to do, to do better? You know, because I'm not in the gloom and doom. The sky ain't falling. World ain't coming to an end. I got, I must, you know, look at my situation with, with, with real eyes. I had to go back and upgrade my skills to be well made women today. I had to go back. And so were you. And so, if you don't do that, you're not going to do well on 15 bucks an hour or $20, $20 an hour in Boston or New York. Chicago, L.A., Atlanta. You're not going to be able to leave no inheritance to your children. There'll be no financial literacy. There'll be no investment for you. You must, you must, you must go back and upgrade your skill. You must also tell your kids, going to school ain't about just learning the A's and C's. It's about preparing yourself to be able to be able to have the skill set, right, to attract high income for your labor. Period. Period. Them folks at the border are all coming here economically. Get that so-called about, you know, gangs, dudes. It's always that way. They broke. They busted. Got no wealth. Got no dineros. They are broke. So again, they're not coming here to vote huh. for democracy huh. or the Constitution. Are you kidding me? They're broke. They're broke. And since so we, white folks, have touted America like the place to be, the place to be, I want to be here too. But they're saying, we want to be here too. Come by the millions. By the millions. If it means replacing you, Ados, you American born blacks, so be it. Look at these look at these uh, jobs at the entry level. All right? Low skill. Who's there? These illegal immigrants. Not disparaging them. Not being xenophobic. Huh. Don't, don't let nobody run that. Don't let nobody run that game on you. You just being xenophobic. No, I'm not. I'm looking out for my best interest since you're not looking out for me. Nowhere I've been in the world where the country allow 30 million adults, American-born blacks, to land on their shores and take jobs from their people. Nowhere. Nowhere would it happen. England, you know, got a new prime minister. He's of Indian origin. He just said, all illegal, you're being shipped back. You're going back home. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no, you know, asylum seekers, refugee. You are going back home. 
Why? You're not going to displace our people. But here, because we got no clout as a permanent underclass, we got no say-so. Anything and everything can happen to us. Because why? Nobody fights for us. Well, we ain't fighting for ourselves no more. We fight for everybody. That brown, brown ain't with us. They didn't come here for us. They came here to extract as much of the wealth out of America for themselves. Right for their soul. They're busted. They're broke. They're impoverished. There never was a black and brown coalition. Never was, never will be. There's not even a black, like, you know, Caribbean coalition. And forget Africans. Let you know. No, 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 no. We are a tribe. You are not in our tribe. You are not in our tribe. Just us, baby. Just us. And I don't understand why we've not learned that simple lesson. At the end of the day, it's just us. It's just us. And so, listen to President Biden and the governor from Arkansas, you know, she's just spreading gloom and doom, you know, gloom and doom. Everything Democrat, Democrat, terrible. They, they're all part of the same, same class. They all have been indoctrinated and groomed to maintain white supremacy. Doesn't matter. And I contend that we, American born blacks, ADOs, we should not belong to no party. No party. It should be all about policy. What's your policy for us? No, 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 no. Not black people. For ADOs only. What's your policy for American born blacks only? What's your plan of education for us only? We must get into what I call a selfish mode. For us only. Begrudging nobody. Against nobody. With no axe to grind against nobody. This thing called universal policy, universal policy for everybody, does not work. It sounds good. Jobs, everybody. Housing, everybody. Education for all our kids. That sounds so, it sounds so good, don't it? It sounds so wonderful. But it never works. Everybody is not going to get it. Everybody's not going to get it or be included. And we have been excluded, right, for 150 plus years since emancipation. We've been fighting to be citizens to no avail. And I also want to add, it's my belief now, come to your own conclusion, that politics was the wrong road to travel. The reason why I say that, think about this here. In all these chambers, be it city, state, or federal government, right? Who's mostly there? Caucasian. Caucasian. So if you can't get them to vote in favor of your ordinance, right? It don't pass. It don't pass. It don't pass. Why does same-sex marriage become law? Because the majority of those white congresspeople and senators voted yes. That's why. They're, 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 they are their kids. They were their kids who were gay, lesbian, transgender. So they, right, okay with it. It's benefiting them. Oh, 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 wait a minute. By the way, a few black ones too, a few Asians, 
for for Africa, but you know, for the most part, it benefits it benefits who? White people. So, if you think about democracy, right? It's based on voting, on voting. If all Black Americans in the city of Boston when I voted today, right, down in the, in the, in the you know city council chamber, the state house, right? If you don't have enough of your white counterpart to sign off and vote with you on whatever right, on whatever right, it ain't gonna pass. If all Black Americans in the city of Boston went out and voted, it wouldn't matter. Because at the end of the day now, right, you still got to have enough of your white counterpart to also vote with you when it becomes law. That's why same-sex marriages or men making love to men, women to women, pass. Because why? White people make a, make, a, make a majority in the House, make a, make a majority in the Senate. They voted for it. So I've come to realize that choosing the role of politics was not a good choice. We should have chose to become a nation within a nation. With treaties with America, treaties with America, whereby for the next 400 years, you're going to make sure, right, you do, you do business with us, commerce with us, right? We got armed, protect ourselves from these so-called renegades, you know, uh, white folks who want to hurt us. We get city contracts, state contracts, federal contracts, do business, right? We can do business, hire our people. Educate our own kids, right? I can believe we should have never walked down the road looking for, looking for citizenship. Wrong road. And we, need, we should never, never should have walked down the road looking for equality. Why so, Larry? Well, think about this here. If from 1619 to 1865, 1865 is 247 years of the worst crime man has ever done to man. The worst crime man has ever done to man. We, we had to go through that. All of a sudden now, by some miraculous uh, endeavor, you freed in 1865 or whatever. You're not asking folks, right, who've been indoctrinated and groomed to see you as nothing. Nothing. They lynch you. Cut pregnant women's bellies out when the baby fall out of the belly. Cut off body parts, take them all for trophies. Ask these same folks now to see you as equal. Come on now. After 247 years of seeing you as nothing, now you want, you want them to see you as equal? You want them right now to treat you as citizens? We should have never, ever walked down that road. This is my belief. Might be wrong, but I, I, I sure doubt that. So what are we fighting for? We're fighting for something, right, in my humble opinion, that was never, ever achievable. It was never, ever achievable. Never. Never. And so, like Biden said, you know, we got to do better. You know, I never had to tell my kid to put the hand on the steering wheel. Don't move. You know, act a certain way. Because you ain't us, baby. And you also were groomed and indoctrinated right to keep that construct in place. So my message is not never about gloom and doom or being a pessimist. It's about looking at America for how she is, 
not how you hope she will be, how you want to be, but how she is. Like a lover. You might have had some women, some guys, you you crazy about them, crazy about her. No matter what you did, they never wanted you. They never wanted you. They never saw in you what you saw in them. Now, they use you to the advantage and then discard you, throw you away, but they never value you. That's how, that's how, I, blew, that's how I view America. Great country. Get no qualm for me. Great country. If you possess, if you possess sufficient money to be comfortable, it's a great place to be. Otherwise, you're going to struggle. And for most of our people, most adults, most American, most American black, most American born black, then what? Struggle. From the time emancipation has been struggle. How long are you going to struggle to try to fight with something that's never coming? So I say, share the wealth, baby. What do you mean, Larry? City contract, state contract, federal contract, the trades, high income position. We can live well, do well, provide for our children, live life on our terms, live where we live where we want to live. You think anybody would be living in the south side of Chicago they had the means to leave? I know I wouldn't. Or Baltimore? Or Arkansas? Or New Orleans? If they had the means to leave? Would they be there? They, had, they possess the high income skills to, to get out of those toxic communities. Would they be there? It's just no. They wouldn't be there. So I'm about one thing for our people. Let's fight to share the wealth. In the city contract, state contract, federal contract. High income position for our people. Because we're fighting for something that was never, ever, ever, ever achievable. Citizenship. Equality. We ain't there yet. We ain't never going to get there. And I'm not in the gloom and doom. It is what it is. It just is what it is. Anyway, in these final minutes, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. And the name of the show is from the trenches. Observation from the trenches. What I see out here in, 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 in our country. And you've been listening to, listening to the one and only WBCA 102.9. WBCA 102.9. I mean, every Wednesday from 6 to 7, I just speak about, I just speak about what I see. What I see. And I speak about what most of, what, what most of you see. So again, tell your, tell your friends about it, about, about the show. Wednesday from 6 to 7 o'clock, I'm here. Just sharing, like just sharing what I see. And I'm just saying, we're going the wrong way. And we're never going to, hey, we get off the bottom without wealth. This country runs on wealth. And we got none. It was deliberate. We're not poor because we chose to be poor. In these ghettos, because we chose to be here. All man-made by the white community. Blessed and co-signed by federal government. So I say reparation, definitely, definitely. So again, to the next Wednesday at 6 p.m., tell your friends about us, about this show, from the trenches, observation from the trenches, observation from the trenches. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You listen to WBCA 102.9 FM. And again, the state of the union address ain't going to do nothing for us. Never have, never will. And we need to understand, right, it's functioning well. America functions well. It's functioning like, it's functioning the way it should be. 
It's not functioning for us, but it was never meant to function for us. So we should, we should stop, you know, these pipe dreams, wanting something that was never, ever meant for us. Share the wealth, baby. Share the wealth with city contracts, state contracts, federal contracts, private contracts, the trades, high income position. We can live where you want to live. So your kids are school of your choice. That's a whole different mindset, buddy. America is a great place. It's a great country. You got sufficient wealth to be comfortable. Sufficient wealth to be comfortable. It's a great place to be. And when you don't have sufficient wealth, you're going to struggle. And our community has been struggling since emancipation. Been struggling since 1619. It's time to burst the illusion. And the illusion is, right, it was never meant for us. It was never meant for you and I to prosper. Everything we've gotten has come to what? Protest, litigation, and lawsuit. Protest, litigation, and lawsuit. Everything. Ain't you trying to fight? I know I am. I got one, I got one request. Share the wealth. Share the wealth with city contracts, state, federal, private. You know, we, we, we can do the work. We can get along. We can, do, we can get along. I'm not, I'm, not actually, I'm not asking you to change. You know, you are, you are what you are. America is what she is. She is, she is what it is. So again, next week, 6 p.m., I'll be here. Let your friends know. Again, listen to WBCA, WBCA 102.9 FM. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. The name of the show is what? From the Trenches, Observation from the Trenches. So I'll be here next week to just, 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 just put, put, some more, put some more ideas out there. Be blessed now. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.